Welcome to our video rental store, The Discount Bin, where your favorite and most hated movies are ranked from the top shelf to, you guessed it, The Discount Bin. So go ahead, take a look around, see what you like, and we'll ring you up at cash when you're done. Hey everybody, welcome to Discount Bin. If I sound exhausted right now, it's because I am. We'll get into that a little later. Uh, this week, we're talking about two movies each that we know suck, one we love, and one we hate. Starting us off with one we love, G-Money, please take it away. All right. So, if you know me, and for some of you listening, you absolutely know me, you know that I am obsessed with this movie. Uh, it came out at the perfect time for me when it was very easily influenced as a kid. Uh, I've always loved superheroes, and I just had this very profound connection to the movie. My movie is 2003's Daredevil. I know what you're thinking. Oh, but Jeff, the Netflix show is so much better. No, it's fucking not. I hate it. It sucks. I don't like Charlie Cox as an actor. Daredevil 2003 has an amazing all-star cast. It's got Colin Farrell as Bullseye, Michael Clark Duncan as Kingpin, Ben Affleck as Daredevil. This is the movie that broke him into never wanting to be a superhero again. Glad that lasted. <laughs> uh, what's her name? The really forgettable one. Jennifer Garner as Elektra. Sure. Just, like, even for 2003, like, Fox hit it out of the park with the casting. The problem that everyone seems to have with the movie besides the horrible CGI is the writing is so bad like atrocious even I'll admit it as much as I love this movie my god it sucks this movie stinks it but absolutely it, stinks but it's so good and like it shines okay. in all of the best ways uh, like no okay so here's my thing right with this movie now that you've kind of given like a breakdown of it I will give it this credit People give Ben Affleck a really bad rap for this movie. Like, I can remember, even when I was a kid, like, I remember my parents and, like, other family members shit-talking Ben Affleck's performance in this movie. I genuinely think Ben Affleck is the best part of this movie. I think his performance is pretty good. Um, I really liked uh, Michael Clark Douglas. Is that his name? Michael Clark Duncan. Michael Clark Duncan. My, I fucking love Michael Clark Duncan. Fucking great actor. Just a behemoth of a man. He was really good in this movie. Everything else about this movie fucking sucked. I was not ready for the Evanescence. That's oh I would that never be ready for the Evanescence. One of the best parts. So we, we started watching these movies together. We figured that was the best way to get uh, a genuine reaction from all of us was just to make sure that the movies were fresh in our heads. And... I cannot tell you, like, besides the fact that I had a shit-eating grin on my face for the entire movie, just waiting for the two Evanescent songs to play. And, it, oh, man, it's so early 2000s. It's so edgy punk rock, and I, I love it so dearly. This movie was fucking exhausting. The movie reeks of 2003. It smells. <laughs> it has an odor. You, you might think that Ben Affleck is the best performance in this movie, but you're wrong. It's actually Colin Farrell 
just playing Colin Farrell no, it in a trench coat. Not. No, no, no. <laughs> it absolutely is not. Dude, he gave, Colin Farrell might be the worst part of this movie. It was so good it's just not, having him though. glare at people and like vibrate as they died. Here's the worst part of this movie for me. The CGI in this movie, unforgivable. Unforgivable. Just so fucking bad and sloppy. And also, okay, my biggest problem with the entire movie. He meets Electra in a coffee shop. They get into a fight and she goes, ah, yes, the blind man who's fighting me is totally just super cool and sexy and not just pretending to be blind and an asshole. Yeah, it's great. No, like, why no, wouldn't you believe that? No, 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 no. I, I will admit, I had a little bit of fun with this movie. Yeah, we had lots. A little bit of fun. But that's about that it. That being said, I'm putting this motherfucker... I'm not putting him in the discount bin. I will give it the credit. It's not going in the discount bin. It's not going in the garbage chute. But it is going firmly in the front display in the promo bin. Okay? This shit is not even... It doesn't even deserve to be on the low shelf. All right, it's going to the promotional stand up front just so we can fucking get rid of it. Tanner? Yeah, th- yeah this movie stunk like bad. And like, because <laughs> I-, I had never seen it until we watched it last night, right? Yeah. So I had never yeah. seen it until last night. And I knew it had came out in 2003. It was a Marvel movie. So I knew, and I didn't hear good things about it. So I went in it and got exactly what i was expecting i got spiky hair ben affleck <laughs> uh yeah ever young, ben affleck. <laughs> young ben affleck yeah punk rock music doo-doo fart cgi <laughs> a terrible script but yeah it was kind of fun five out of ten the script was very yeah. bad yeah definitely i agree with you uh kellen it's a it's a promo shelf like it's it's just a absolute meh like it's yeah it's it's right in the middle yeah. like it's a 5.5 out of 10 like you're gonna watch it and you're gonna be like well at least it's kind of fun but at the end you're gonna go all right well that sucked mm-hmm. i can't relate it's an immediate top shelf for me nostalgia get out and just i like i can't even put into words how happy this movie makes me even just watching it as an adult and trying to critique it because I know it's it's so dumb. It's just so good at being dumb, and I, I it gets a full pass for me. Top shelf, I'd like cherish this movie. I'll never watch this movie again, but no. I'm glad I, I can watch it every day. I've been meaning to watch this movie for so long, and I knew it was bad, but I finally have checked it off the list of uh, movies I've wanted to see. Wanted to see. And I'm so glad it's over, and I don't have to go back to it. <laughs> now, just before yeah, but... we move on, uh, I I just want to give a little history lesson to this. This movie has a sequel. Uh, in, we don't need to talk. No, about we're going to talk about this real quick. We're not going to talk about 2005's Electra, and <laughs> my God, that movie does not need to exist. That movie Tanner, was Tanner, such cut a this failure. part out. Cut this <laughs> don't part cut out this out. Podcast. Everyone needs to know that Electra was a failure. She died in Daredevil. Let her stay dead. Spoilers. It's like an 18-year-old movie. Just go watch it. Also, anyway. we talked about we're talking about um, Bullseye, and at one point, G Money, you brought up the fact that he calls his powers the luck of the Irish. 
Yes. And I physically left the room. <laughs> All right, with that, Kevin. Well, moving on from that dumpster yeah. fire. We're getting to a movie that I think is the only one of these that we all agreed we kind of liked. And that was my pick with, please hold while I look up what year this was released, because I didn't do that. I think it was 58. Let me double check that. With my pick, 1959's The Wasp Woman. So, okay, here's the thing, right? I like shitty movies. But I especially like shitty 1950s sci-fi horror movies where they say funny words like crackpot and buster, unironically. This movie came to me through pure luck. I found it one night while scrolling through Amazon Prime movies. And it it sure is a movie. <laughs> it, 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 so... Basic summary of the plot, because I know most people probably have never heard of this movie. It's all about... Uh, fuck, what's her name? Sorry, guys. I, 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 my brain is fucked from watching that goddamn movie we just watched. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that in a bit. Yeah. It's all about a woman named Janice Starlin, who write, who runs Starlin Enterprises, which is a, a beauty uh, company. They make beauty products. And, of course, because it's the 50s and men wrote this script, at the young age of 38, she already looks too old to be a model and now needs to come up with a new way to promote her stuff because people don't like that she's no longer the face because she looked old yada 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 men wrote the script um so she hires this dude named like dr zenthorpe or some shit uh and she has the idea that if she injects queen wasp enzymes into her skin it will make her younger uh, before I really get into the details of this movie, I just want to uh, get your guys' perspectives on the scene. Uh, spoiler alert for anyone listening. If you want to go watch this movie before you hear this, please go do that. Uh, spoilers start now. Uh, G-Money and Tanner, can I please get your guys' takes on what your reactions were when you saw her turn into a wasp? Laugh. Quote, unquote, belly, wasp. Belly laugh. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> oh, my God. The costume, phenomenal. And, like, a phenomenal, like... <laughs> Like, when you go in to watch a 50s horror movie, like, what do you expect? Right? <laughs> you expect paper mache on someone's face. <laughs> and that's exactly what it was. I was hoping for that. And good Lord, now I'm, I've been addicted to, uh, to watching uh, 50s horror movies. And thank you, Let's Amazon go. Prime, for having a lot of them. G-Money? Oh, my God. Uh, it sure was a movie. I'm... <laughs> Still kind of reeling from the ugly mask design that they had for her face. Because I want to believe they just, like, managed to pick a fly. Like, like catch it in a cup <laughs> or something. And then just, like, look really close at it. Not not a bee. Not a wasp. Just a fly. And they're like, alright. Uh, big eyes and hair. We nailed it. Go. My, okay. So, uh, as the, the person who, who promoted this, I just want to say I love this fucking movie. I love this movie. It's so weird. The music doesn't fit any of the scenes. Nothing that happens makes any fucking sense whatsoever. But it's just so fun. Don't watch the Honestly, don't watch this sober. Uh, would be my, my one tip. Watch this movie a little high or a little drunk. Because it it's just so good. This woman sees Dr. Zinthorpe 
inject a guinea pig with his wasp enzymes and turn it into a rat and goes, yeah, I want some of that. Or watches a, Summarize. a, a cat turn into a kitten and then back to a regular size cat. And then into a wasp. Yeah, and then it becomes a wasp cat and attacks him. <laughs> Quote, unquote, attacks him. He, like, pulls the cat close to him and he's like, ah, it's, it's, I've got to kill it now. <laughs> the driving scenes that make no yeah. sense at all. The fact that they're like, you look 20 years younger when she looks the exact same. If you're a woman, I'm going to warn you right now. If you're someone female or female presenting, watching this movie might be a little difficult because, as I said, the script was written by men. In the 1950s. In the 1950s. <laughs> and does feature such jokes as, I'm only cooping up to the boss in case, like, I don't remember what the lines are. But I know there's a joke where one of the male characters hits on the boss because he's like, but you look so young. Wouldn't it be great if you looked younger, girlfriend of mine? <laughs> because men. That being said, this movie's hilarious, especially if you watch it and you just pretend that the entire time she's actually injecting heroin. Uh, 10 out of 10. This thing goes directly on the top shelf. Love this movie. Okay, if I'm going to be real here. This movie stunk. Bad. <laughs> like, bad. It reeked. But good lord, I couldn't stop laughing. It was basically a comedy. So, decent middle shelf. This goes... This has its own section on the on the shelves where it's like, cheesy horror. And that's where it goes. I'll take a middle shelf. I'll take a middle shelf. Yeah. I, I want to stay out with Tanner. Uh, I've never seen a 50s movie before this one. It didn't leave a bad taste in my mouth, but I'm not hyping up going into any more of them. It's like directly middle shelf. It, middle shelf. It is so worth watching for the novelty of being a 50s movie and just seeing a 50s take on being a heroin addict. <laughs> yeah, it, it is so much funnier if you think it's just a, a complete <laughs> drug-induced psychosis that they're going through instead of B enzymes. As the as she has to oh, run man. back into the fridge and sneak sneak a, sh a shot or two of the of the of the of the serum to get, her, the serum. To get her fixed. Doesn't even sterilize anything yeah. before doing so. Just like, yep, this needle. The fact here. that the dude the fact that the dude goes missing and they're just like, oh no, his pipe. He'd never go anywhere without his pipe. He must be dead. <laughs> oh, man. I can't recommend this movie enough. Oh, man. Check out The Wasp Woman. You'll love it. With that, let's get over to uh, Tanner's pick. All right. Huge controversial one here for a movie that I know stinks but loves. Very controversial. Love. Yeah. Trans Transformers 3 or Dark of the Moon. Yeah, the yeah I know. <laughs> Look objectively the the michael bay transformers movies are bad and if you heard the last episode you know i really like the transformers so like it's okay to have maybe, wrong opinions yeah <laughs> okay okay g might shut up right. <laughs> but like the michael bay transformers movies like i basically grew up with those like the first one i can rewatch because of nostalgia the second one we don't talk about the second one <laughs> The third one, we don't talk about the third I one. I actually No, no, no. The third one, I actually really like. The fourth and fifth stink. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, but, but this one doesn't, huh? No. This is the diamond okay, in the rough. But, yeah. But like I said, 
the Michael Bay Transformers movies are objectively all bad. But I really like this one, not because there's like, like the last few movies have been, they're bad, but they're kind of funny to watch. But I'm more on like G Money side here where I could watch this one a lot because of, you know, I just think it's good. And that comes from not only like um, the the special effects, which is known from for the Michael Bay Transformers movies, but I just really like how it's done, how the how the story like almost ex- it, it, uh, goes out of its comfort zone from just being you know regular blockbuster. Uh, good guys versus bad guys because they have this whole scene where the Decepticons take over Chicago and then everyone is left you know hopeless almost because at that point uh, the Autobots are deemed too dangerous so they're like I and then they fly or like it gets sent into space so they're deemed like everyone is deemed helpless because the Decepticons are now taking control of the city and we just see, like, these innocent people getting turned to dust. It's my absolute favorite scene in the entire uh, Michael Bay Transformers series. Because it actually feels like it has a power to it. It's pretty decent. Six out of ten. <laughs> okay, Tanner, uh, I just want to start off my take by uh, asking you a quick question. Uh, do you remember after our last episode, we got some feedback from... Uh, a guy named Steve in our in our program from a friend of his that just said why is Kellen the most wrong person yeah I just want you to know that's gonna be you after this episode cause I no know. one's gonna fucking agree with you this movie sucks dude. It, this it, movie it, sucks so much that it is the one movie for this episode that I refuse to rewatch I remember sitting in the living room with my parents trying to make it through this dog shit movie and I physically could not I could not sit through this fucking bullshit of watching the stupid ass Shia LaBeouf part (laughs) 3 Transformers fucking around in the dumbest concept ever like the whole plot of this movie reeks of dumb I know my nickname in the Discord for this episode is Michael Bay, but that does not mean I like him. Fuck this movie. I hate this movie. I hate all the Michael Bay Transformers. The CGI looks like shit. The voice acting is the only only (laughs) redeemable part. The design of the Transformers is bum farts, and Shia LaBeouf is Shia LaBeouf, who I love, but not in these movies. Uh, zero out of ten, going right into the discount. Zero bin. out of ten. Zero out of ten. Damn. Okay, that's not fair. That's not fair. That's not fair. <laughs> I will give it a three out of ten, and it's not going fair. directly into the discount bin. Fuck this movie. So, I I haven't spoken up yet because I've been wanting to choose my words very carefully. Me and G Money silently plotting Tanner's downfall. Listen, Tanner, they're gonna murder me. Tanner, <laughs> I don't want to doubt your choices as a human being. Okay, <laughs> bro, I like one movie. And just, dude's like, just yo, this guy, look, this guy sucks. Look. Dude's gonna make like poor life decisions now because he likes Transformers. <laughs> 3. Tanner's getting canceled. So, <laughs> look, I was a huge Transformers fan when I was a kid. 
And when Transformers 1 came out, uh, like, uh, this might be bad memory, but I think I was 11 when it came out. 2008, I think I was 11. Um, I remember my sister bringing it over so that we could watch it. She's like, hey, you like Transformers? And I couldn't stomach the first live-action Transformers movie. Fact. And it was really disappointing to me. And I don't know if it was because I was just so used to animated Transformers that seeing it horribly done in live action just didn't sit well with me. But I do remember not liking Megan Fox in this movie. Like, I just, something about her felt Mm -hmm. off, right? And then Transformers 2 came out. And I went, wow, they're still going. That's crazy. And then, <laughs> wow, bro. It, like, how dare they? No. When Transformers 3 came out, I remember, like, being hype for the people who were excited for it. Because it had my favorite storyline with anything I had ever seen Transformers. Just really including uh, Cybertron. And, like, wanting to do something bigger than just, you know, uh, find the, the chip i don't even remember anymore the allspark yes the allspark in the first movie but my god these look horrible tanner the cars look fantastic optimus prime is always going to be like one of the coolest heroes in all of like animated movies right or like just just a great cinematic history sure (laughs) just not these movies not michael bay I am blown away. I'm looking at this right now. This movie had a budget of $195 million, and in the box oh office, God. it made $1.1 billion. I hate that. That's insane to me. I just don't feel the way that you feel about these. I love Transformers, but the live-action ones, just not for me. It, it doesn't get a pass. It's just a 4 out of 5. Put it in the discount bin. Let's take out of five. it out of my store. Uh, 4 out of 10. Thank you. <laughs> Doesn't pass. A plus. These 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 movies <laughs> are objectively bad, but for whatever reason, like, and they're stupidly long. They're ridiculously long. They're so long, dude. Yeah, they're, they're, they're unnecessarily so long. long. But I, this is just me personally. But Transformers: Dark of the Moon, even though the storyline of the you know the they got robots on the moon now, uh, <laughs> you know they were just there. Um, like it's like yeah, like the story's dumb. I'm mad that they killed off Ironhide. Um, but there's just so many memorable scenes that I just love, especially Laserbeak when he goes hunting for like um, I don't know if it's not military personnel, but uh, whatever characters uh he's been sent to hunt, and he uh, you know, there's all these cool scenes where he's tracking down these people and he like enters there and he like basically breaking does commits breaking and entering on some people's houses. Uh, but apart from that scene, there's a uh, Optimus prime, absolutely dunking on Sentinel prime and where he loses his arm and then like, you know, shotgun or Baja blast Sentinel prime's <laughs> brains out. I, they're all great scenes. And that's what Tanner. keeps me coming back to that. Here's my rebuttal to all that. If you're you the only stinks. one who remembers any of those scenes. Okay. <laughs> Fuck this movie. Well, yeah, this is a five out of ten. Five out of ten. Where are you putting it though? Top shelf. It's a it's a mid shelf. It's something you it's something you watch when you're like, you know what? I just want fun. 
That's I got to respect that because me and G Money both put ours on top shelf despite knowing they're bad. I can respect the humility of, of being able to say that your movie's not good enough for the top shelf. I can respect that. Thank you. With that, uh, I didn't want to, I don't even want to do this part. What? This is where it gets pain. G Money, why don't you start us off with the movie that you know stinks and you hate yeah so here's where i'm wrong i think um this is probably just a reoccurring theme for us moving forward (laughs) look i really love jim carrey as an actor liar liar uh the mask just like any movie that jim carrey did before 2015 was amazing it was an automatic like this is a great movie for me but there's just one shining exception to this and it is a movie that i sat through once and then felt like vomiting anytime it came on again (laughs) tell us say it 1994's ace ventura pet detective is the worst movie that jim carrey is in i hate this movie with a burning passion it's not funny it's just poop jokes and just horrible horrible humor i can't believe he signed on to this they just wanted wacky crazy man jim carrey and fuck i hate this so much it's i did i don't have the words to explain why i hate this movie it's just horrible and i don't get how people like it okay so here's what here's what i have to say Tanner took notes for this. Yeah. Oh God, do I have? Tanner's do the I only have one who say. watched this movie recently. By the way, I couldn't stomach this again. So I had never seen this movie, and I knew it was on Netflix. And we're coming up with ideas for this next episode. And he said, "All right, he's uh, one of his movies was going to be Ace Ventura, Pet Detective." And I had seen it. It was on Netflix, and I'm, I'm really not really, I'm not really into Jim Carrey movies. And so here, I went and sat down one night and I said, okay, I need to watch this movie so I have a fresh, I have a take on it. And as soon as I opened up Netflix, the first thing that popped up was uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters. And I really wanted to see that one. I've I've been wanting to watch that movie for a long time now. And I said, man, I really want to watch that. But no, and I watched Ace Ventura Pet Detective (laughs) instead. We love and, your dedication to the podcast, Tanner. You're a good man. And good God. Wow, I dude. I hadn't sat I hadn't sat down and watched a Jim Carrey movie other than Dumb and Dumber in ages. And this movie really opened my eyes to Jim Carrey humor is just haha funny face. Like it was so unfunny and awkward. Like I I don't think I laughed a single time. I was like deadpan face the entire time. The whole concept of this dude is basically a Dr. Doolittle, but on meth. <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Yeah, this movie stunk real bad. Also terrible okay. plot. So here we go, right? Um, hot take. Don't really like Jim Carrey that much. Um, I like The Mask. I like him as the Riddler in Batman, even though that movie's terrible, because haha, funny Batman movie. 
my relationship with Jim Carrey is 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 bitter because first of all, I know he's anti-vax, which yikes. But oh, also that is yikes. Yeah, he's very anti-vax. He's hardcore anti-vax and believes that they do cause autism, which yikes. But um, as an actor, he can be so good. Like, I remember watching that documentary where it was like finding Jim Carrey or whatever the fuck. The one where it was talking about how he was like painting. Yeah. Blew me away. Blew me away. Moving. Raw. Real. That's a performance. First of all, I know that that's a documentary and it was just him being him. But you can tell that he can also put down that kind of performance. Then there's the other Jim Carrey. Where it's the all righty then. Funny face. Ha ha poop joke. Jim Carrey. <laughs> But yeah, no, my thing with Jim Carrey has just always been... This is the one with Dan Marino, right? Yes. Yes. What the fuck was that ending? It made no fucking sense. Had to lead into a sequel. <laughs> His hair pisses me off in this movie. I wouldn't say it's like... Okay, don't get me wrong. I'm not a Jim Carrey fan. I wouldn't say this movie's bad. I would just it say it's, it's literally the definition of meh. Like, I get through it and I laugh a no. few times because haha poop joke, right? But, like, it just, it reminds me so much of this other Jim Carrey movie called The Cable Guy. Yo. And I fucking hate that movie. I can't believe we're getting into this. I fucking hate that movie. We're not going to get into it. Don't worry, I won't get into why. I fucking hate that movie because of Jim Carrey. I fucking hate this movie because of Jim Carrey. It's average. It's like, like, I'll sit down and I'll watch it and I won't complain. But then as soon as the movie's over, I'm going to be like, why the fuck did I just watch that? It's is like a four out of ten. Would I put it in the discount bin? Nah. Is it going I, anywhere other than the promo shelf? Also, no. Put it at the promo shelf right next to fucking that other movie G Money talked about, which I'm not going to so I don't sound dumb. Yeah, put it in the promo bin. Put it up front in the promotion stand right next to Daredevil. This this movie is painfully average. Four out of ten. Jim Carrey's stinky. I would absolutely put this one under the discount bin. <laughs> You're putting it in the, the garbage chute? Yeah. You, no. It sucks. What do you mean it's meh? <laughs> Bro, Daredevil was meh. <laughs> this reeked. <laughs> I so, couldn't believe I sat down and watched that instead of Godzilla King of the Monsters. Look. I do pity you for that. <laughs> I do pity you a lot for that. I'm so sorry. You're a better man than I, because I would not have done that. <laughs> Look, I didn't give this movie a rating yet, and there's a reason. Because this movie has a bit of a history with the fact that it didn't only get one sequel, but it got two. It got a sequel oh, no. that no one You're wants to talk fucking about talk about. You are, are you? Yeah, oh, yeah, I am. So not only did this movie get Ace Ventura 2, but this movie got Ace Ventura Pet Detective Jr. with a kid that no one's ever heard of. And it was just the exact same cringy comedy, but with a 12-year-old playing Jim Carrey's son, trying to manifest Jim Carrey's mannerisms. And, oh my god... It's probably the worst acting I've ever seen. I know you can't be too critical on kids, but, like, what casting director was like, yeah, this is a small chubby child with brown hair. This could be Jim Carrey's kid. He looks like the fucking supervillain from The Incredibles. He does. He looks just like Syndrome. This movie is going under the discount. 
uh, under the discount shelf for me. Like I want it kicked. All right, all right, all right. I feel like I've given it too much credit now, so I'll alter my take <laughs> here. I'll put it in the discount bin. Uh, no, I want it garbage or like just forgotten about forever. Jim Carrey's allowed to have bad performances, but this one is almost unforgettable. Moving on. Now let's get into one that I think we can all agree was painful. Not as painful as the one we're saving for last, oh. but nonetheless oh. painful. Yeah. And that was none other <clears throat> than the movie written by and starring Sylvester Stallone with 1984. Fuck, I think it's 86. Hold on. I'm sorry. I keep doing this, guys. Brain go burr okay. tonight. You're really traumatized from the last movie. I genuinely am. Like, okay, it was 86. I'm normally Mind spot on with my ears. <clears throat> and that's with 1986's Cobra. Look, man, I love cheesy, shitty 1980s action movies, okay? I have a shit ton of VHSs of shitty 1980s VHS tapes, okay? I'm the guy that likes Jean-Claude Van Damme's sudden death, and that movie stinks. That movie's literally die hard in a hockey arena. Okay? But I fucking hate this movie. For one, the only fun part is the opening scene. He goes into a supermarket, there's a crazy dude killing people in there with a shotgun, and he has a bomb, and he says the line that they branded all over this movie with, You're disease, and I'm the cure. I pronounce it way better than Stallone did. Stallone was basically... <laughs> I couldn't understand a word my guy was saying throughout this movie. But like... That, like, I'm, I'm looking at the cover right now. I own this movie on DVD. It has the words disease and cure branded all over it. And that line is used in the first 10 fucking minutes. Nothing that happens in this movie makes any fucking sense. I have come up with a theory that this movie was literally just Sylvester Stallone's excuse to try and get with Bridget Nielsen, which worked because they were married for a whole two years immediately after the filming of this movie. This movie stinks. This movie's so bad. Nothing that happens in it is necessary to the plot whatsoever. He drives like a 1940s Mercury Coupe for literally no reason. He cuts a slice of pizza with scissors. That was in the freezer. <laughs> no, it keeps eggs. Yeah. An no, egg keeps... carton in the freezer that's full of like, hot I don't sauce even remember what. Hot sauce. Yeah, exactly. Hot sauce. This movie stinks. It's an hour and like 18 minutes or some shit of nothing. The only fun action scene doesn't come until the last 20 minutes of the movie, and even then it goes on for way too fucking long. Bridget Nielsen, though, is pretty good looking. Um, <laughs> that, that gets it at least a point. Bridget Nielsen, say what you want, actually was decent in this movie. Her performance was at least somewhat believable. Not fully, because you had to believe that there was a moment in this movie where she was just randomly like, ah, yes, I'm falling in love with the cop that doesn't play by the rules. Uh, and the main, like, one of the main bad cops, quote-unquote bad, he's a cop that does play by the rules and doesn't like the Cobra, also known as Marion Cabretti, Sylvester Stallone, because Cabretti doesn't play by the rules. Uh, and he's a very annoying character, but spoiler, at least he gets punched in the face at the end. It's If you like cheesy 80s action and you're thinking, Kellen, come on, it's cheesy 80s action. It's got to be at least funny. No, it's not even funny. Like, of all the movies we watched, 
that one was the one with the most like just dead silence because there was nothing to react to because this movie stinks. Put it in the discount bin. Put it into the garbage chute, actually. I was going to be nice. Fuck this movie. It's such a waste of time, and it's so just empty 1980s. There's an entire music video in the middle of it where fucking Bridget (laughs) Nielsen is modeling with robots for no reason other than to be like, look, it's the main sexual object of the movie because this movie was written by men. This movie is terrible. Sylvester Stallone in this movie is terrible. The driving in this movie is terrible. The scenes in this movie are terrible. This movie's terrible. Fucking two out of ten, straight into the garbage chute. Sorry for interrupting you, Tanner. Please go. Yeah, also, uh, what's your last name? Bridget, um... Bridget Nielsen. Nielsen, yeah. Her character isn't named. At all. Until the credits. Oh, yeah, until the credits. But I don't think a single point... In the movie, her name is uh, is said. And what's her name, by the way? Can we even remember? No. No. Didn't you I say? Don't at one, didn't you say I, at no. one point though? The back of the box just says "witness" for her name. It yeah. The back of the CD, the back of the DVD case does not actually name her as a character. It just says an accidental eyewitness in brackets. Bridget Nielsen. Yeah. Well, you know it's quality. <laughs> Also, like I said, while we're watching this, do you think um, Sylvester Stallone wrote this script just so he could have a sexy time with Bridget Nelson? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. He he had the pen. He could he could make reality what he wanted to. (laughs) This dude wrote a movie where he was like, what if what if I was a a bad boy cop? Yeah. I go to try and park in front of my house and there are Hispanic people parked there. And instead of just parking somewhere else, I move their car with my car. And then when he comes up to me and tries to be like, why the fuck do you do that to my car? I'm going to say it's bad for your health. And he's going to say, what is? And I'm going to say me. And then I'm going to rip his shirt off and go inside my apartment to cut some pizza with scissors. Yeah, this movie this movie goes straight to the discount bin. Terrible. This boring. is <laughs> it's more boring than anything because a movie that's bad can be still entertaining and we've talked about that already. But this yeah. one's just it's just boring. Nothing look, happens. That's it. Look, okay. Look. 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 I'm I I grew up watching a lot of cheesy 80s movies, okay? And I know I talked about this a bit when we were watching it, but I had a lot of influence from people in my family where i would watch these older movies and i would get to watch like the the badass 80s you know (laughs) hero with his leather jacket riding a motorcycle and his aviators and the you know the terminator 2 music in the background yeah exactly the terminator 2 shotgun in one hand smoking and like right you know it it was very cutting pizza with scissors (laughs) (laughs) it was very hit the beat you know it was hard to fuck up and yet this movie exists. And when you told me that it was written by Sylvester Stallone, I was not at all surprised at what we watched. <laughs> Apparently, this movie was an incredible box office success, by the way, especially yeah, for 1986. Really? Budget of $25 million, box office $160 million. <laughs> wow. Which is shocking. But you got to think, at the time, like... <laughs> what else were people gonna watch 
Okay, let's be honest here. Let's 19, be honest. What year did this come out? 1986. This movie came out in 1986. For comparison, Terminator 1 came out in 1984. Which would you rather watch? <laughs> this one is just alone in it. <laughs> there, I just told you the entire plot of the movie. <laughs> That's every single one of his lines. <laughs> so yeah, solid uh, discount bin for me. Yep. This movie stinks. And again, a warning to all of my 80s cheesy action movie fans out there. Just don't. If you're going to watch it, only watch the supermarket scene up until when he cuts the pizza with the scissors. (laughs) Because nothing else in the movie fucking matters. With that... Before we we go on to the next one, um, I want to talk about one more thing about Cobra. Okay. The camera cuts. <laughs> the stupid cutting back and forth from whatever Sylvester with Stallone was doing, either driving his car to this cult with axes, clanking them together for five <laughs> minutes straight. <laughs> Good Lord. It was it was agony. The, the the yeah, the cinematography in this movie is fucking painful. Directed by the same man who directed uh fucking rambo 2 pain and that's how you know it's quality all right next and with that we so we get to the Tanner, just yeah just say it no no just no, no. Let, so, me, let me let me set the scene a little bit for anyone who's hearing this uh currently it's 10:07 p.m uh we started recording this about 40 minutes ago and two hours before that we were much happier people but then <laughs> i don't we sat down and we decided no this will be one of the movies that we sit down and watch together because haha how bad can it be tanner i'm broken look I'm when broken. i was when I'm i was just saying, asked, i gave a warning before this episode started tanner i'm not forgetting about that you're putting that shit in okay oh, of us watching this in agony mm-hmm. just you were warned audience you so, were warned when i was asked to bring a movie from from that I remember from my childhood that I absolutely despise. I brought the Calvary, it seems. <laughs> nineteen ninety eight Godzilla. Boo. And we watched this we watched this movie two hours ago. And good lord have we been left in a state of purgatory. <sighs> I think I'm not the only one saying this right now, but like I'm fucking broken from that movie for anyone listening right now we have had to stop for for me to be like hold on tanner i need you to edit this out so i can look something up to remember what my movies were because of how broken i am from watching that fucking movie two hours just just say it two stuff two hours of the worst Godzilla experience you could possibly think of. Dude, I hate the look of Godzilla. I said this a lot. Uh, what's the main character's name? Uh, or Does the it actor's matter? name? I don't the, think the, it the does. It's Matthew name. Broderick. <laughs> Matthew it Broderick. stars Matthew fucking Broderick. Right. I haven't seen this movie in a while. Oh my god, is the acting terrible. Like, it's laughable. The acting is laughable. What's even more laughable is the CGI. Looking straight out of, like, Commodore 64 graphics. <laughs> Dude. 
like and i like godzilla like i said i wanted to see, i really wanted to watch godzilla king of the monsters but i ended up watching ace ventura because i really like godzilla this is not a godzilla movie this is jurassic park in new york and one of them is just really big <laughs> dude it stinks so bad the plot sucks i don't know what the fuck they were thinking when they went we need a star to play a doctor in this movie let's get at the time like 28 year old matthew broderick matthew 28 you're giving him way too much i didn't know how like i don't know that dude is probably 35 (laughs) but like this you can't just put glasses on someone and make them say shit like regenerate and mutate and call them a doctor matthew broderick yeah worms matthew broderick is not a doctor he's not a biologist he is just matthew broderick any role that he plays is just ferris bueller at a different age (laughs) he can't act aside from that he is an awkward like middle-aged man child and it shows in everything that he does if you're a matthew broderick fan i'm sorry i only just found out that matthew broderick was the voice of simba and the lion king and i've never seen a more fitting voice to character before not face to character just voice this man should not have been the main star in a godzilla movie a, a movie about a giant monster tormenting and destroying a town it, like you, you needed an action star for this movie and instead so, you went with matthew broderick where would you put it to money throw it out and just don't it, look at yeah. it. I hope it's raining so, like it was in the movie. I hope it falls into the sewers and gets gunked on by one of the eggs. We will be playing our our after hours this week, for anyone wondering, will be live fucking audio of us through the last hour of that movie. But I just want to put this out there. When we paused the movie for the first real time, we had already watched an hour. And I could have sworn We'd watched fucking seven. So when I saw that we still had an hour to go, I had a legitimate mental breakdown. I could not stop laughing. Tanner and G-Money were likely concerned for my well-being. This movie... You'll hear my immediate rant of of what my thoughts are of this movie uh, immediately after this, uh, in the after hours, but... Uh, all I can say is if I ever wanted to know what having a hemorrhoid was like (laughs) while mid poo while having fucking strep throat heartburn and an ear infection was like visually represented I saw it the worst Godzilla adaptation the worst looking Godzilla and Matthew fucking Broderick in it. I don't cast this movie into the discount bin. I don't cast it into the garbage bin because those are for movies that are bad. This movie is torture. This is what I imagine they show people at Guantanamo Bay. I'd imagine that right now terrorists are torturing poor innocent people by sealing their eyelids open and playing this movie 
on loop. I don't put it in the discount bin. I don't throw it in the trash because that is too much of an honor for this dog shit, fucking garbage, absolute mistake of a creation. I cast this into the fiery pits of hell forever to be forgotten, just like Matthew Broderick's acting career. So fuck this movie. The the team who who worked on this movie, they got the IP for Godzilla. This is how I envisioned it. They got the IP for Godzilla. And this was this was the first like American Godzilla, right? I'm pretty sure everything before that was uh was I think a, there were a few Japan Godzilla. Exclusive. There may have been a Godzilla movie in the 80s, but uh, as far as I know this may have been the first. I'm pretty sure every single Godzilla movie before that one was a uh, Japan exclusive. But the people like they got the IP for Godzilla and they're like Hey guys, I I just got I just got the Godzilla rights. Let's make it lame. (laughs) God Lord, what an abomination this is! I swear they looked at Jurassic Park and they're like, "Yo, those Velociraptors, yeah, let's let's make Godzilla look like that." Dude, I I despise this movie. During us watching this movie, I said a throwaway line that I didn't think would be included. Uh, in the after show which is probably going to be really long with all the good audio we got from watching this fucking dog shit of a movie where i was like knowing the 90s this movie is probably gonna i was just trying to be funny i was like this movie is probably going to be one of those like is it over Uh oh there's an egg still it opened thinking there's no way that's what they're going to do right and then they did and then they did I've never had a movie that made me feel this bad before. And, like, I've watched Schindler's List. I've watched Boy in the Striped Pajamas. <laughs> I've watched movies that have just made me feel horrible about existing. But this movie just makes me feel gross. I watched it, and I just feel bad now. I feel like anything I watch after that could just be a masterpiece. I'm, I, I'm not sorry, either. Like... I don't know. I'm not a big kaiju fan to begin with. Like, monsters attacking a town is a cool concept, I guess. But, like, if you don't really have a cool story, it's not going to matter much to me. And this movie, spoiler, doesn't have a cool story. Aside from just shitting on Matthew Broderick, everyone else who's in this movie is either a no-name actor. A terrible actor. actor. Yeah, a a terrible no-name actor who's never acted again. Or or French. Mo Sislak (laughs) from The Simpsons. Or or French and good yeah. and unfortunately in this, yeah they're depicting. Oh yeah, the, also the depiction of what uh, like, uh, depiction. The depiction, of, depi- dude, I actually can't pronounce stuff. <laughs> the depiction <laughs> of French people yeah. in this movie Ridiculous. is dog shit. It's so harmful. Like, why? Why are they so mean? And this isn't like a 1980s or 1970s movie. We're like, okay, like I get it. It was a different time. This was 1998. Like. I get that we weren't really out of, like, the cultural fucking abyss that was the 70s and 80s when it comes to respecting races and countries and shit like that. But it was still 1998, two years away from the new millennia. And this movie is basically like, first of all, not great French. Not great. And second of all, every fucking... The main... French dude's name is Philippe. And the only other French dude's name that I remember is Jean-Luc. Do I need to say anything else? 
I will say something else. <laughs> At one point, uh, one of their one of their guys brings home or brings brings the crew um, donuts or whatever, and the guy opens the bag. He pulls out a donut and he goes, "No croissant." <laughs> <laughs> and I I stood up and I went, "I can't do this. I can't do Dude. this." And that was that was like forty minutes into the movie. This is a bit of a spoiler, but if you are planning on watching this movie, you already hate yourself, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> They're, after they escape Madison Square Garden, where all the eggs have hatched, and they've escaped Jurassic World, <laughs> the first thing that happens is Matthew Broderick and the main female character make out, because what the fuck? Because 90s romance. And then the cameraman turns to the, Philip and goes, so, uh, how are you, I guess? And Philip goes, I could use a coffee. Uh, I hate this movie. I hate this movie. I, I, I love bad movies. And I cannot forgive this one. And this is also the movie when we were talking about we should watch these movies before we go into them. Like we watched movies that some of us hadn't seen before. We had all seen this movie before. And I was like, man, we really don't have to watch this again. But Kellen forced it upon us. I, okay, okay. Before you throw me under the fucking bus here, Tanner, you bitch. Shut up. For the record, the last time I saw this movie was like 2003. That's your problem. But, I'm sorry, Tanner, I should have listened to you. I, yeah. I, I will never mentally recover from seeing this movie. I, I want the after hours. Don't even edit. Our live reactions. I don't care if this is a two-hour-long podcast. Okay, maybe I do a little. Yeah, no, I'm like, gonna edit some of that. Every moment, you could just hear me slowly losing more of my sanity. It was misery. Just, just misery. I would rather watch every single movie we've listed so far today twice than ever watch this movie again fuck this movie i hate this movie i hate that it was made throw it into the pits of hell i, I hate that we had to watch it earlier today <laughs> and yes pits of hell this don't this don't go in the garbage bin this don't go in the discount bin it's going into the pit like the fiery pit of what is Hollywood hell. Do you mind any final thoughts? Like, sigh. Matthew Broderick. Just, just, just a sigh, man. Like, all I gotta say is this movie opens up with a fucking Japanese dude eating noodles on a boat and watching sumo wrestling on TV. I don't need to say anything else. Yeah. Look, it's it's just a trash movie. There are better trash movies. This is absolutely the worst of the worst that we've talked about today. And I can't find I can't find it in my heart to forgive this movie for happening. It's just bad. Just don't watch it. We suffered so you don't have to. We did this for you. With that, for the discount bin, I'm Kellen. I'm Tanner. And I'm Jeffrey. Thank you for listening. Stay safe. Stay safe.
Hey, it's the Discount Bin After Hours. Here's an outtake that didn't make it onto this week's podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, everyone in between currently listening to the Discount Bin. Um, hi, Kellen here. What you are about to hear can only be described as broken. I am a broken man. We are watching Godzilla 1998 to give our thoughts and our opinions on it for this week's episode. And we are just over an hour into this movie. It it started off three hours ago. Do I know if three hours of time have gone by? I sure don't. But fuck has it felt like it. I'm a... I, what can I say? I want to die. We still have an hour and one minute to go. <laughs> who told matthew broderick he knows how to act who with that being said um (laughs) all i can say ladies and gentlemen and everyone in between is while listening to however long this fucking episode is I just want you to know that we suffered for you. Okay? We suffered. Please enjoy the podcast. I love how they were just like, French people dumb. This movie was in theaters. People paid to see this and came out and were like, wow. This dude's the best actor in the entire movie and it's solely because all he has to do is have no idea what's going on at any point. This man just went, I will be Ferris Bueller for the rest of my life. How the fuck did these people get here? They walked underground. Hey, look, guys, it's Matthew Broderick. Here we go. Guess why they say the subways <laughs> suck in New York. <laughs> I'm losing my fucking mind to this movie. Okay, who the fuck in their entire life has heard a fucking dinosaur growl and just gone, yeah, that was probably the wind. Why is Matthew Broderick here? Why is she here? <laughs> Who knows? Why are we here watching this? <laughs> it literally looks like an oversized iguana. God, this looks so bad, man. Who the fuck's shining spotlights on the buildings? Can you not see the giant monster in front of you? Godzilla pulling up to the military like, I'm walking here. These can't be American soldiers. They haven't shot anything yet. Godzilla's like, bitch, you think I'm dumb? Reptile brain go, ah! Okay, here, let me paint a picture for you, right? You're in the fucking military. You already have to suffer being in a fucking submarine for like six months out of the year in the middle of fucking nowhere ocean town, right? Then you get a call one day. Yo, uh, y'all are gonna go be live bait for Godzilla. Sound good? Aye, aye. (laughs) (laughs) sorry it would be wee wee it's it's godzilla 98 we don't respect french people here wow i'm absolutely stunned it's almost like godzilla can swim (laughs) it's gonna turn the missile around and just send it into the submarine yo godzilla hit him with a mean crossover right there yeah i'll break them ankles Imagine getting outsmarted by a giant lizard. 
Bro, you just saw another submarine get fucked, and you're like, yeah, let's keep going. Oh, wow, they actually hit him. Good for them. Can I get an applause, please, for the U.S. Army? I mean, obviously, with, like, fucking 50 minutes left in this movie, that did fuck all. Not the Knicks Madison Square Garden. I love basketball. Patrick... Patrick Ewing, no! I love that they were like, what's in New York? I know. Madison Square Garden. He trashed the garden. <laughs> God, the acting is so stinky. It's ridiculous. Giant dinosaur destroys your city. No big deal. Giant dinosaur destroys Madison Square Garden. What the fuck? Oh. It's the eggs. When did this become aliens? This is the movie equivalent of Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> it keeps changing what genre it is. So what do they do? I'm so intrigued now. I almost don't hate the rest of this movie. Are you fucking kidding me? The way they see all the eggs is by turning on the basketball lights in Madison Square Garden. Hey, at least she's stuck to her word. Okay, okay. We like a strong, competent female character, even though earlier in the movie they disgraced her by making her just want to fuck Nick. But hey, in the moment, she's a strong female character. Let's go. I hate this fucking movie. Shoot them, you fuckhead. Sponsored by Bacardi. The drink of survivors. Wow, the CGI looks terrible. Bro, fucking shoot them. I mean, at least he went out fighting. Jean-Luc. Qu'est-ce qui se passe? This movie stinks. I think there are dinosaurs there, Matthew Broderick. I think that's a dinosaur, Matthew Broderick. Why did this man wait until they were, like, right next to him before he started running? Yo, guys, it's gonna be like Jurassic World. He's just gonna be like, and then they'll stop. Watch them all die, and that's just how the movie ends. Godzilla won the end. Why does everyone in this movie run like they've just shit their pants? <laughs> this doesn't end in any other way than them nuking New York. <laughs> I'm walking here. We're from New York. We got the pizza. We got the New York Knicks. And we got the fucking... Dinosaurs. The, di <laughs> the fucking dinosaurs. Not Madison Square Garden. Home of the New York Knickerbockers. Oh, they can't do it. They haven't retired Patrick Ewing's jersey yet. I hate this fucking movie. I hate this fucking movie. I hate this fucking movie. Why are they so obsessed with French people? He's from France. Dude, if all French people are like this, I kind of get why Abby likes Brandon so much. I want us to include that. This is a shout out to Abby. <laughs> I want us to fucking include that. Abby, if your boyfriend's anything like Philippe, I mean, it all makes sense. Yo, Matthew Broderick runs like he just dookied himself. That's what I'm saying. Everyone looks like they're... Everyone looks like they've just dropped the deuce in their pants. Was this supposed to be a comedy, do you think, and the director just didn't get the memo? Because the way Matthew Broderick is acting tells me this was not meant to be taken seriously, ever. 
I hate Matthew Broderick now. I mean, I already didn't really like his acting, but like... So, this is literally just Jurassic Park New York now, right? Yes. Lit. You're telling me two fucking missiles was enough to do that? Two fucking missiles just completely obliterates Madison Square Garden, huh? I hate it here. That's it, boys. Job done. We killed the babies. Oh, wait. We still have to worry about fucking Godzilla. Dare I ask how long we have to go in this movie? I'm not even going to check anymore. Oh, that's a scary question. Show me. Just okay. show me. No! <laughs> no! I didn't think it'd be 26 minutes. No! Who made this? Matthew Broderick, why? Why is it so? Why are they making out? What's going on? I can't handle this movie. I'm gonna have a mental breakdown. Why is he? What? Why do they hate French people? I can't stand this. <laughs> ah! Ah! Make it stop. Thank God Godzilla's come back. Please, Godzilla, just kill them all. Please. Okay, at least Matthew Broderick looked scared there. The girl there looked like she was having, like, a fart. <laughs> <laughs> like, she was just like, oh, jeez, well, that sure is trifling now, isn't it? Haha, <laughs> your baby's got dunked on. <laughs> I'm more sad that Godzilla's babies are dead than I am about anything else in this movie. Godzilla should have won. Mr. Fr... <laughs> I'm out of here. Mr. French. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> so y'all are telling me that helicopters couldn't outrun this thing, but a fucking yellow taxi that's been parked for like a week can. Is New York. G-Money? Yeah. Remember last night when I said that I didn't like uh, Daredevil? Yeah. Compared to this movie, <laughs> I fucking love Daredevil. Yeah, that checks out. I think this movie's giving me a headache. Like I I am it's nauseating. I've never been I've never been visually upset by a movie before. But I want to go vom. This movie sucks. This movie's butt cheeks. The ending, how much we all want to bet that the ending isn't even going to be satisfying. Oh, it's not. No, the it's ending's going to be Godzilla just did, Okay, I'm taking a bet. Godzilla just walks back into the ocean at the end of the movie. No, there is no way they kill it. Awful, awful. It's one of the only things I vividly, I vividly remember. No, watch G Money. Watch G Money. You watch. It's gonna be so much worse than them not killing Godzilla. They're gonna kill Godzilla. Then it's gonna be some bullshit where they cut back to like, fucking the fucking Statue of Liberty or some shit and there's gonna be a single egg that's gonna hatch and it's gonna be fucking Mecha Godzilla. It's gonna be some bullshit like that. Or it's gonna cut to like the Empire State Building and right on the very top will be a giant ass egg. <laughs> or worse, there'll be a giant apple that an egg is in because it's the big apple. Bro, we have 26 minutes left of this movie to go. 20 minutes of it, I have a feeling, are going to be taxi car chase scene. 
That's the weirdest question anyone's ever said <laughs> in their entire fucking life. Y'all ever have a day where you're just like, man, I just really want to know where the nearest suspension bridge is. <laughs> a question asked daily by New Yorkers. <laughs> yeah, but you're French and they must not like you for a reason. What's going on? What's the scoop? Sacre bleu. <laughs> Sacre bleu. I can't even say shit. I'm also French. Yo, it took them 30 seconds to make it to Brooklyn. Oh, here, this is starts. This is where it sucks. What am I? Oh, yeah, well, they die. Well, it was a fun ride, ladies and gentlemen. No, There's suddenly... Literally, th there is literally no fucking way humanly possible for them to survive this. Nah, his teeth are all dull. Just, just give it a few seconds. We still have 17 minutes? No. 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 How? I don't understand. What's going on? 17 minutes. What the fuck? It's been like 25. I thought there would be like two minutes left. I'm losing it. This isn't real. I'm dreaming. I miss Coolio. <laughs> What's even happening? He's just destroying a bridge. By the way, they would not be able to keep driving if the suspension on the bridge started to give out. No, I refuse to believe this bridge could hold up Godzilla. Am I the one who actually kind of feels bad for Godzilla? It's the only redeemable character in this movie. Like, Dude, I absolutely despise this depiction. The, the, this version depiction. of Godzilla. Depiction of God. Well, not really depiction, but like this version of Godzilla. I absolutely hate it, so I don't care. He's still in love with it. <laughs> Matthew Broderick really did want to fuck Godzilla in this movie. I feel bad for Godzilla and the country of France. Watch it eat Matthew Broderick right before dying. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, the light in its eyes died? Are you like, fucking kidding yeah. me? That's like a Transformers death. I was gonna say, what is it, a fucking robot? Matthew Broderick's <laughs> crying under all that rain, but to quote the great movie Blade Runner, all <laughs> those moments will be lost in time, like tears in rain. And much like that scene, the scene is so moving. Except it isn't. <laughs> Can I get an applause, please? They won. Godzilla defeated. Nah, they got a pan to an egg. There's no way. Oh, no. She got with that gross dude. Okay, good. At least she, like, realized it. Haha, <laughs> I love objectifying women in movies. That's how you know it's a good movie. Don't. 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 Don't tell me I was right. I didn't want to be right. Flaming basketballs, oh, they would have deflated. Baby. Don't you dare. Don't you dare show an egg. I swear to Christ. I swear to Jesus. If there's Gotta a fucking- Gotta set up that sequel. No, don't do me like this, Tanner. Don't you dare. Ah, oh there my it is. fucking God. Oh my fucking God. I've never hated being right so much in my entire fucking life. No. 
No! <laughs> Let me guess, it's gonna hatch too, right? Crack and show the head. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck this movie. I hate this fucking stupid fucking movie. I hate it. 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 I fucking hate it. I hate it. I fucking hate it. I fucking hate it. I'm not done recording. I have not stopped recording. I'm in agony. Tanner, what the fuck? I didn't want to be right. Why? 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 Who in 198 approved approved this? Who the fuck went, let's get Matthew Broderick and have him play some stupid backshit dumbass who goes from worms to fucking giant lizards and somehow knows everything about them despite the fact that he's not a reptile expert. He's a fucking nuclear fucking chemical dude and what the fuck what the college fling with the fucking reporter chick they wouldn't have seen each other at all in college journalism and fucking nuclear chemical waste shit are not in the same building what who the fuck why the fuck would it breathe in madison square garden what dinosaur goes oh basketball court make good place for egg why were all of the french people the most racist depiction of a friend i am spitting all over my mic microphone right now i am foaming at the mouth i'm so angry from the stupid fucking taxi scene what happened in this movie how was this movie two hours long i just wasted six years of my life watching this fucking movie i'm losing it wow that was i want to die I want to die. <laughs> that was worse than Cobra. It was worse than Ace Ventura. It was worse than fucking Transformers. Matthew Broderick has never had a more punchable face in his life than every face he makes in that movie. What happened? This movie opened with a Japanese man eating noodles while watching sumo wrestling on a ship. And it ended in New York City, Madison Square Garden, the home of the New York Knicks, so a fucking egg could hatch like this was aliens. Who directed this? Who greenlit this? Who? And who the fuck was in this movie? Who the fuck was the actress that played that blonde woman so terribly? Literally no one. No one's ever heard of her since. I'm having like an identity crisis right now. That was great. so much time has gone by. Wh- how the fuck am I supposed to review like six other movies now? We saved the worst for first. I guess we just open it there, right? Okay, well, I'm going to stop recording now because I have 57 minutes. There is spit. All over my keyboard. I guess this is like the end of the episode, huh? This is going to be the after hours. It's just my monologue. <laughs>